Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Sons of a Gun, a podcast about the DC Universe. I'm Alex. I'm Justin Gunn. And we are both sons of a gun. We have a celebrity father. Maybe we're going to talk about him in a little bit. I don't really know. I can't no, no, promise yeah. anything. No but promises. we're going to be talking about a bunch of DC news stories. And if you have us, if you have us, then keep us. If you, have uh, us, if you yeah, you hold us. <laughs> if you have any news stories, is what I meant to say. Got tips or anything you want us to cover? Um, you can email us at comicbookclublive at gmail.com. But let's. Jump into it with a follow-up on a story that we covered last week. Supergirl casting is now down to two names, reportedly, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Millie Alcock, who people probably best know from House of the Dragon, and Meg Donnelly, who was on the Winchesters, as well as the voice of Supergirl. Our number one choice, Amelia Jones, is apparently no longer in the running. And another name popped up, Kaylee Spaney, uh, who was Mm. in Priscilla is also not yeah. in consideration. But apparently Millie Alcock and Meg Donnelly were both down in Atlanta doing an audition in person for James Gunn and Peter Safran. Um, and the whole reasoning behind this, people were asking us in the comments a little bit, wait, why are they doing this now? Doesn't Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow not even have a director yet? That is true. It's still being written. The reason is Supergirl is expected to pop up in Superman Legacy so they're casting her now because that's as filming much sooner than the other one. Uh, so what do you yeah. think about this? What do you think of these two choices now? Who's your number one? Well, I think we're deadly. Our touch is poison. When we <laughs> select someone, that means they're immediately eliminated. So whichever name we like of these two is the one who will go home not cast. Mm-hmm. So who is that? Uh, here, Here's what I'd say. Just on Physical presence as an actress alone, Millie Alcock. I mean, they're both very good. Millie Alcock, a little weirder, like a little mm-hmm. more off-putting sometimes, a little more intense, which is, I think, very good for the idea here, um, for everything that's going on in, in the movie, because you got like a little bit of a more wizened Supergirl who's pissed off about everything all the time. But Meg Donnelly is more like your classic look for Supergirl, so, but has that intensity anyway. So maybe she'd play off that very well, just physically like, Oh, you look like Supergirl, but you got a lot more going on there. So I don't know. I'm yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good call because I mean, if they adapt the story, uh, sort of directly and it is sort of this like dark fairy tale, almost mm-hmm. or a myth, mythological type storytelling, it feels like Millie Alcock makes more sense in the role. I mean, granted we've seen her in game, Game of Thrones, so that feels like it's right next door. Logical pick, but 
to your point, Meg Donnelly plays against that if you want sort of a brighter energy in a darker story. Mm -hmm. So tough call. I'm going to throw down and say Millie Alcock of the two would be my pick. So take for that one. I think there is a more likely possibility we're going to get Millie Alcock, and that's just from a business perspective of House of the Dragon is a huge show for HBO, for Max, for Warner Brothers. I think they're going to want to keep her in-house and reward her for that because they've Mm. moved on time-wise from her role. So I think they're going to look at that as like, we got this homegrown talent. Let's keep her going and push her forward there. So we'll see. Uh, I want to throw out one other thing that came up. I believe it was in the comments on YouTube, though. I'm sorry. I don't remember who suggested it, but good suggestion. Whoever mentioned it. Um, Amelia Jones, who was our number one pick last time. What about her for Ruthier, who is the Ah. girl who pals around with Supergirl as she goes around the universe? I thought that's a great pick. Like, she's really got that Ruth Ray energy. If you never read the book, this is somebody who is swearing vengeance on this pirate who killed her father, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And goes wrong with Supergirl because Supergirl also wants to track down this pirate to uh, cure crypto from this poison that is slowly killing him. So. I don't know. I mean, I think then you'd have to think about who pairs well with Amelia Jones. But just on the side of that alone, I thought that was a really good idea. That's a it's a smart observation as well, because maybe that's what they were having her, quote unquote, in the mix for the mm-hmm. whole time. Like, it depends on how much they're thinking toward the future for that. But in the comic, like her, she's like our voice. She's the narrator. She's the person we're sort of like seeing the story from for a lot of it. So that could be very cool. And that's kind of what they did with Nicholas Holt, right? Because Nicholas Holt auditioned for Superman before they moved him over to Lex Luthor. I think he was probably auditioning against type anyway in the Superman role, but yeah, there you go. So we'll see. Uh, we're going to find that out soon. And now per the name of our podcast, sons of God, our, um, somebody's celebrity father. We don't know who yeah, has bequeathed us a number of very brief, Postings on threads. This is how we get news now from James Gunn's threads, threads account. So lots of stuff. Number one up. threads guy. Dad. He kind James of Gunn. is actually yeah. uh, beyond giving filmmaking advice. People will just ask him about rumors. He'll shut them down. He's in the middle, by the way, of like prepping Superman legacy, writing the eighth episode of Peacemaker, um, doing all of these other things for the DCU. We just talked about casting. And in between that, he's just shooting off quick things on threads. So let's get into some of them. Um, one of them was he was asked whether he had any thoughts about Zoe Saldana, who he worked with on Guardians of the Galaxy. And he said that, yes, he, in fact, has a DCU role in mind for Zoe Saldana if she wants to do it. What do you think that would be? What would you want to see Zoe Saldana as in the DC universe? That's hmm, that's a tough because, like, we have some roles sort of that are uh, earmarked already. Um I don't know. Maybe obviously we've seen her in space a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a Green Lantern situation could be very like cool. A, what is it, Joe? The Green Lantern yeah. from Far Sector? That would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah that would be, be very fun. Um, um, just go out on the looks thing. Like you do a vixen if they're going to throw a vixen in there as well. Um, but you know, she really could do anything. I don't think she should be Wonder Woman because people veer very strongly about the Greek heritage of Wonder Woman, but yeah, I don't know. She could do something related to that world potentially. 
The question is, would she? She felt like right. she was very excited that ending up uh, finishing her role in Guardians was almost like breaking out of a jail of some mm-hmm. sort. So I don't know if she would be excited about diving back in. Maybe it's more of a one-off role that he's thinking yeah. and less of a series. Yeah, I could see something like that. Uh, she seems to really like working with James Gunn, and I believe she gave a quote on it, which is what this was jumping off of, about laying like, yes, of course, I would love to work with James again. But also, what else is she going to say in an interview? No, I had a bad time. I'm never going to work with him. You know? Yeah. Uh, actors like jobs. So, of course, they're going to say that. So, we'll see what happens. Um, I think there's going to be a little bit of a hesitance to use the main Guardians of the Galaxy actors mm, again in the DCU, at least for a little bit, but he'll bring them back in different ways. So we'll see. This is a very light one, but James Gunn posted a picture with Maria Gabriella DeFaria, who is playing the engineer, one of the villains as part of the authority in Superman Legacy, and said, quote, you guys are going to love both the character and her. Um, the big news item for this, I thought, was that costume fittings have begun. So I think there's a good chance that we might see, for example, David Cornsweat in costume as Superman very soon. Yeah, follow James Gunn's threads, because that's where it's probably going to come from. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. While also, his picture seems like he's having an absolute blast, yeah. despite the probably stressful situation. The two situation of them laughing hysterically. What do you think that came from? Were they like, can you laugh for this picture? And they were like, ha, 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 ha. Or was something actually funny happening? I bet it was a mix of the two. And uh, I bet he he looks like they both look like they're genuinely happy. It doesn't mm-hmm. look super posed, but it may be that she just surprised him because she's sort of doing like a little like kick almost. And he's mm-hmm. like, whoa, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's great to see dad having fun. Yeah. Uh, good times. Good times. Another thing that came out of his threads account, there was a rumor going around that I guess the Batman part two was canceled. He simply said no to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why would it be canceled? I, I don't know. No, they I think they've they've they're purposefully leaving space for that. Something that everybody wants. Yeah, everybody wants to see that. They got the penguin is coming out this year. That's going to lead right into it. So that's still going to happen. Another news item that came out from our friend James Gunn. Superman Legacy is beginning filming in March. Um, So that's pretty exciting. That feels like with the whole thing we've talked about a lot in terms of they're probably filming for six to eight months on this. And then you have six months of post-production. So it'll probably, when is it coming out? Like July next year is, I think, what it's earmarked for at this point. Something so, like that, feels yeah, like. I think it'll make it. I think they're going to do it. Yeah, I think they're going to do this. I mean, there's a huge engine of money and power relying, <laughs> driving this. So I feel like they'll probably accomplish this basic goal they've set for themselves. <laughs> uh, uh, but it is, it, yeah. it's exciting to see. Yeah, it is. Moon. The only thing that I was going to say additional on that is he also confirmed that it's going to be filming in IMAX or at least some scenes in IMAX. I think that just makes sense. That's what you want to do for the box office. Yeah. So, of course, are they filming the entire thing in 70 millimeter for IMAX like Oppenheimer? Probably not. But there's definitely going to be some scenes that are going to go full screen to IMAX. So that's cool. Are you getting tickets? Are you going to get tickets for IMAX? Yeah. You mean now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm earmarking the money. I call the movie theater every day asking mm-hmm. them what the deal is. And um, they have now know my voice and there are pictures up about me that are me there. So I can't go see any movies there. 
But um, I mean, just on the IMAX thing, like I'll always remember those first scenes in, is it Dark Knight where it mm-hmm. opens in the IMAX stuff and then it goes back to, to regular. But those IMAX moments were so cool. Like mm-hmm. it was such a great way to kick off the movie. So like being very smart and selective about what you, when you're going to do those is awesome. Yeah. First time Superman flies, cut to IMAX. You got me. Easy. You got me, bro. Yeah. And last but not least, James Gunn has explained why Creature Commandos is coming first later this year before Superman Legacy. And it's exactly why we thought his quote was, it was written and ready to go. We thought it worked well as an aperitif before the meal of SL. That's short for Superman Legacy, by the way. Mm. Um, So, yeah, makes a lot of sense. I do think it's weird. I understand why they did it. But I do think they should have put it on later anyway. What do you think about that? Yeah, like, well, we we don't know exactly when this is coming out yet, right? So it's, it could, they could, if they pushed it a little bit and they kicked off next year with it, sort of like, this is like the dawn of DC or mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, that would make a little bit more sense. But maybe he just wants something to talk about. We also don't know, like we're saying, where does Batman Part 2 fit in? We know the Penguin fits in. Like, maybe there is a progression that they have in mind. It's just not. We also have the Joker sequel, which isn't under his purview, but it is sort of something that will be on his mind and something he has to talk about, probably. So maybe they have a a thing in place that we just don't know about. Yeah, and I assume just talking about the progression of stuff, like he had said on his Threads account, he is finishing up writing Peacemaker, but he's also prepping it, I believe. So that's probably going to start filming later this year after he finishes Superman Legacy. So he's got a lot of balls in the air. Uh, last thing that I'll mention is he also met, he also said that Creature Commandos is seven episodes long. Somebody asked him, are all of these shows going to be eight episodes? And he's like, no, it's dictated by the script. So that's good to hear. Smart. There you go. Yeah. All Creative right. first. That's James Gunn way. Yeah. Okay. Until next week, when we continue to plumb through James Gunn's Twitter account, uh, Twitter account, threads account. Oh, Alex. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so Don't sorry. Don't this is a uh, Sons of a Beast, a Mr. Beast, if you will. Yeah. Sons of a Gun. Anyway, if you've got tips or stories you want us to cover uh, other than the Threads account would be great. Email us at comicbookclublive at gmail.com. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about the DC Universe. Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show. But not Google Podcasts. That is going away at the end of March. If you subscribe there, please subscribe literally anywhere else. At Comic Book Live on Twitter slash X. Uh, at uh, Comic Book Club Live on TikTok and Instagram, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, Dad, we'll see you on Threads. We'll see you on Threads where we spend all of our holidays. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.